was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome. It is Jokestrap. It is episode number 92. This is Wes Hoffman. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, This may be a quick episode. I'm not sure. I just want to check in. I know it's been a little while since I checked in. Just wanted to give some updates first and foremost. Um, I've changed my podcast host um, from SoundCloud. I was originally on SoundCloud. And I changed it um, to Anchor Anchor FM. Now, all the episodes previous and this one have all been transferred over. So you should still be able to listen to everything. Um, I'm still working on updating some of the feeds on some of the pup on some of the podcast platforms, so you may not be able to listen to it everywhere just yet. Um, if that's the case, you wouldn't know that. I don't think. I mean, you're not going to hear this. I don't know why I'm saying this. Anyway, I'm telling you. I don't know, but I'm telling you. Um. So. So yeah. So right now, it's currently available on Spotify. It's on a. Uh, iTunes, um, trying to get Google updated, uh, Stitcher should be updated, and then of course you can listen through Anchor. So um, the reason I made this switch is because I was paying to host the podcast through SoundCloud, and it was costing me about $16 a month for unlimited recording time. Um, It didn't matter how many episodes I recorded or whatever, and you know, I was using that. Um, but I decided since, I mean, let's be honest here. This podcast isn't the most professional sounding podcast in the world. It's not a podcast millions of people are listening to. And I know this because, um, no one calls into that number that I have for participants to call in. And, uh, if it was a podcast drawing a lot of people, a lot of listeners and stuff like that, then yeah, I would have kept the paid account. But since it's it's far from being super professional, it, I don't even record on a on a regular schedule. Uh, I don't it, not that I haven't tried. It's just one of those things where like sometimes I feel like it and sometimes I don't. And uh, with comedy being on hold there for a long time there wasn't much to talk about in terms of comedy so now uh, I decided just to move it over to a free host uh, a place where I don't have to worry about whether or not I've recorded so and so many podcasts a month or whatever you know I I, I can just kind of go at my own pace and not feel guilty about paying the money and so yeah there's that and then there's also uh, another reason, and that's because um, uh, as of this past Sunday, May 9th, I uh, went out and got myself a new car. So now that I have the new car, I have monthly car payments, which I'm sure you all know about. And 
This is actually my first brand new car ever. So I'm trying to cut back some of those monthly expenses, even though it's a, you know, it's, it's small compared to a car payment for sure. But um, anything that I can kind of cut back on uh, as far as monthly reoccurring expenses, um, I'm going to go ahead and do that just so I have a little bit to go towards the car instead. So that's another reason why I switched the hosts. Um, I've canceled also a Patreon account. I've canceled a Dash Pass account that I had with DoorDash. Uh, um, a lot of these things that I canceled were, except for the SoundCloud, a lot of them were stuff I like signed up for during the quarantine, the shelter in place. And so I've just kind of canceled those monthly subscriptions that I was uh, um, subscribed to. Anyway. So yeah, that's the update on that. Um, interest. If you want, if curious about the new car I got, I got a 2021 Honda Accord Hybrid EX. Um, haven't really driven it too much lately because I'm still working remote from home. I think for my day job, I'm still working remote from home until I think at least June. So maybe so next month I'll definitely be driving my car more. So excited about that. Uh, Gonna donate my old car to Autism Speaks, help them out. Um, they're gonna pick up my old car tomorrow. So get that done. Got the insurance switched over. That's another expense. Uh, costs a lot more for insurance once you get a new car. So that's fun. Uh, it seems like, you know, you'd be safer in a new car than an older car, but <laughs> what the fuck do I know? Um, and uh, yeah, so. Um, how you guys doing? I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, I hope everyone's starting to come back to some kind of normality. Um, it's not normalcy. It's normality. Everyone gets it wrong. Um, I hope uh, you're, you're starting to experience some things that you hadn't been able to in a while. And you're able to do so safely. And you feel safe around your friends and family. Um, I uh, went to my first A's game of the season. Uh, of the 2021 season. Uh, the first Oakland A's game in person, I went on May 6th um, uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays. I went with my uncle, uh, drove my old car, because uh, <laughs> I didn't get the new car till Sunday, so I had to drive my other car. Uh, so that was the last major trip I took with that car, was to Oakland. How fitting for that car to retire on a trip to Oakland Coliseum. Oh, that's lovely. I just thought of that. That's awesome. I like that. Anyway, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the game didn't go as planned. Uh, the A's lost 10 to four that game. Marcus Simeon hit a solo home run against his former team, the A's. Uh, but it was good to see him. It was good to be at the ballpark. I'm not a fan of the Nets, though. Uh, the Nets that extend almost from foul pole to foul pole, they are pretty high up. Did somehow manage to get a foul, or not a foul ball, but I did somehow manage to get a game ball tossed up to me over the screen and uh, to me from Matt Olson, so that was kind of cool. Um, I didn't give it a kid because I don't do that. I'm not a, I'm not one of those like, ah, oh, give it to the kid, give it to the kid. And I don't think it's the fact that I don't have a kid. I don't, I mean, I used to be the kid, so I've been on the other side where, you know, the adults didn't give it to a kid. And I've been on this side where I'm an adult and I don't give it to a kid, you know? I I don't feel like adults are obligated to give the ball to a kid. Because the way I see it, baseball, 
there's no age gap to enjoy baseball. You can enjoy baseball, and you can enjoy catching a ball. You can enjoy getting an autograph at any age because it's one of those things that where you feel like you're ageless almost, in my opinion. Like uh, you're at a ball game, and you can act like a little kid. You see all these guys on the field, they're acting like kids because they're playing a, you know, the game they love. And, that, and I think that goes the same as far as spectating and collecting. And it's like, it's all about being a kid. You're having fun doing what you love. So I don't feel like adults should be obligated to get a ball or give balls away to kids all the time. Now, do I think anybody should be like trying to grab every ball and keep them all no of course not if you have one already give the extras away but getting one i don't see a problem with that so just want to put that out there um so if you're wondering why, why didn't you give the bottle a kid that's why that's my reasoning and i don't care what you think bitch anyway um so yeah the a's lost the game uh not a fan of the netting other than that, experience was all right, you know. I uh, had to wear masks in, in, uh, at the Coliseum for the most part, um, unless you were eating or drinking in your seat, and then you could take it off. Um, some curious things, though, like uh, we ordered, my uncle and I ordered the helmet nachos, but it's not served in the helmet right now. They serve it on a tray, and then they put the tray in a bag, and then they give you the helmet separately. So it seems like a lot more waste <laughs> than just serving the nachos in the helmet and handing it to us. But if you guys think that's safer and cleaner or whatever, then whatever, do what you got to do, I guess. I thought they just cut back on the helmets to to save costs, but then uh, they ended up giving us the helmets on the side. So that was weird. But uh, yeah, you guys... Um, no season ticket holder discounts right now, so my uncle had the access pass that got him half off like all the foods and drinks in the stadium, and then he had discounted parking. There's none of that right now. It's thirty dollars to park. Um, beers are like you know thirteen dollars. It's kind of crazy in that aspect, but I guess if the crowd's gonna be limited, you got to make money elsewhere. Um, <coughs> The A's are looking like uh, they want to open up to full capacity um, sometime around July 4th. We'll see if this happens. I know the San Francisco Giants are going to open a full capacity, or not full capacity, but 85% capacity effective tomorrow. Today's May 12th, so that'll be effective tomorrow, May 13th. So, so that's kind of cool um, that they're getting closer to being full. And then I think uh, I read, like, as of June 15th, there's going to be no outdoor mask guidelines whatsoever in California. So we should be seeing fans in Oakland and San Francisco and L.A. or wherever in California um, at ball games without masks. So, you know, getting there a little better. Um, anyway, um... Yeah, so that's a little bit of an update there on going to the game and stuff. Um, I, uh, a little, I, I, I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it right now. 
but I suppose I should just dive into this. Um, I'm going to look up my handy-dandy resource here. I'm going to read a tweet. It's a, it's a long tweet. I'm going to read a tweet posted by How the Hot Dog Guy uh, on Twitter. So if you're not following him and you're an A's fan, follow How the Hot Dog Guy. Um, it's How the Hot Dog Economist. So he's a hot dog vendor at Oakland A's Games, and he's also uh, got a Ph.D. in environmental economics and uh, from UC, UC Berkeley, or, he, or he's uh, working towards his Ph.D. anyway. Um, so anyway, the reason I bring him up is because yesterday an announcement was put forward by Major League Baseball um, telling the Oakland A's that they should move forward with looking at other places to potentially build a new ballpark ballpark, ballpark, uh, because uh, Oakland officials are kind of being slow with things, and the A's need to get some answers on whether or not they're going to be able to go forward with their Howard Terminal project that they've been planning and planning and planning and putting out information for. And President Caval, Dave Caval has been talking about it forever, and there's drawings rendered, and He's been putting stuff out there, and it seemed like everything was was on the right path. And uh, of course, I was one of those people that was that was like, I'm not going to believe anything till I see the shovel in the ground. But at the same time, I I had faith in what Dave Caval was doing, and I always figured that if the Howard Terminal ballpark didn't go through, they still had their existing Coliseum site, and they would just demolish there and rebuild. Now, after yesterday, what I'm finding out is that it's Howard Terminal or bust because Major League Baseball does not want the A's to have a stadium where the Coliseum currently exists, which is stupid to me. Um, they already have the land. Why can't they demolish and rebuild? Now, I know the a lot of teams, new ballparks, you want a stadium that's near restaurants and you know other other stuff to do before and after the game so i mean they could build that in the same site i would think there's enough space where they can add those around the area um and still have enough parking but apparently that's not an option according to mlb is you got to be downtown or by the water somewhere uh in order to stay in Oakland. So the A's are still going to try to push for this Howard Terminal project. There's going to be a vote by a city council coming up soon. Uh, city council needs to obviously have more people vote yes than no for it to happen. And the last I heard, it's sounding like it'd be pretty split, pretty even. And the mayor of Oakland would end up being the deciding vote. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and uh, in, in, in talking about like pros and cons and all this, Dave Cavall has kind of been a little short in some of his interviews, it seems, and no one, no one really understood what was going on. So how the hot dog guy kind of did some research and with his, uh, uh, you know, his work as a, Economist or whatever, he posted the following uh, thread of tweets. It's uh, 12 tweets long. I'll read them for you here. 
try to give some insight to some of you that would like to know what's going on and why there's so much looming for the A's right now. And uh, after already losing two uh, major sports franchises in Oakland, they're uh, possibly going to lose a third one here. And Anyway, so anyway, uh, here it goes. Ace Hot Dog Guy says, his name is Hal, by the way, Hal Gordon. He says, I have the same questions a lot of fans have. So I read the term sheet and researched a little bit about these infrastructure financing districts, IFDs. Here is my honest take as an economist. But then he also says, Dave Cavall and others, please collect me if I'm wrong. He goes on to say, IFDs capture future growth in property taxes and use the money for specific purposes. There are two IFDs, the Howard Terminal IFD and the Jack London IFD. First, Howard Terminal. These will put up, I think, $495 million to clean up the site, build the park, protect against sea level rise, etc. And the city will use property tax growth to pay them back. It's safe to assume those taxes will only exist if this project occurs. So the question is, Whose responsibility is it to clean up the site, build the park? If you think it's only the A's responsibility, then this is a $495 million tax break. If you think it's the city's responsibility, it means that the A's are lending a, the city a bunch of money so they can prepare the area for this development. I lean towards the latter. What it seems to mean is there will be no big increase in tax revenue for the general fund from the new development in the, in the gray area. Um, the gray area, by the way, um, was Howard Terminal. So what it seems to mean is there would be no increase in tax revenue for the general fund and the new, new development in the Howard Terminal area, since that money will go to, will go to paying back the A's. This doesn't seem too controversial to me. Now, onto the much bigger Jack London IFD. The A's estimate that this IFD will collect $1.4 billion, which means property tax revenue will increase by that amount in this area over the next 40 years over current levels. Of that, $360 million goes to off-site infrastructure for the stadium, which is the part I will focus on. This is the stuff like bike lanes to the stadium and traffic and pedestrian improvements. Again, the A's put up the money and the city uses the growth in taxes to pay them back. Presumably, presumably these improvements will have, beyond, will have public benefit beyond the private benefit to the developer. Of transporting fans, condo owners from BART or highway to the stadium, new condos. But clearly, the main beneficiary is the developer. You may have two concerns. One, will this project really be responsible for increasing property values enough so that the city is collecting $360 million more in taxes? If not, then yes, the city is spending its own money on this project. In which cases, in which case? Two, should building this infrastructure even be the city's responsibility? If this was a giant gondola just to the stadium, I would be skeptical. But a lot of new Oakland residents are going to move into or work in this development. So yeah, 
the city should make sure its citizens can safely get around. I think there is good reason to be more skeptical that this money is not revenue and only exists if the project is built. But also, I think that is it, it is not an unreasonable way for the city to spend money. This project is going to build a lot of new housing, which is desperately needed. Most of the rest of the money from the Jack London IFD goes to the general fund, as it should. In conclusion, will this development result in huge windfalls for the city government? Probably no. Is it being paid for the money the city would have had if the A's leave? Maybe partly, but the counterfactual is hard to know. Is this a good use of money? I think so. So, from Hal's research, it sounds like he thinks uh, the city council should be voting yes on this project because uh, it would be beneficial in the long run. And uh, I agree. Um, but I like the way Hal breaks it down. I like how he gives sort of an unbiased approach. Yes, he's employed by the Oakland A's, but uh, the dude doesn't need to do the vendor job to make money. He does it because he loves it. Um, the dude's a vegan and he serves hot dogs. Crazy. Anyway, um, so yeah, so A's fans are kind of like uh, stuck in limbo right now, waiting to find out what happens in the vote. A lot of people are saying that A's are going to Vegas and uh, or Portland or s anywhere but Oakland. So some people are hoping for Sacramento. And I'm still the mindset, even though I live in Sacramento, just like when I lived in San Jose and they were talking about San Jose, I'd much rather they stay in Oakland. Uh, it's and if they were to move, if they end up moving to Portland or wherever, I hope they keep the name the A's, Portland A's, because they've been the Philadelphia A's, the Kansas City A's, and now the Oakland A's in their 53rd season in Oakland. I don't want them moving like, say, Montreal Expos did to the Washington and changing their name completely to something else. I hope they keep the same colors and... You could be the Portland A's if that must be the case or whatever. Or the Vegas A's, even though I don't want them to move to Vegas. Don't follow the Raiders. Don't live in the same city. Don't work at, uh, don't play in the same city as the stupid Golden Knights. Please. Come on, you're better than that. Anyway, um, it was kind of cool yesterday on Twitter that uh, uh, Jesus Lazardo used the hashtag rooted in Oakland. Rooted in Oakland. That was sort of the, the catchphrase um, the A's were using uh, when they first started this ballpark project. They kept saying they were rooted in Oakland, rooted in Oakland. This year on Twitter, they stopped using that hashtag, even though many of the fans still use it. And then yesterday, H Jesus Lazardo just tweeted that out itself, rooted in Oakland. So it was kind of cool to see a player just like kind of tweet that, like, he gave that's pretty much his two cents like he he wants to play in Oakland so um so anyway uh despite all this stuff going on with Oakland right now they did win a game today against the Boston Red Sox um they're 10 and 4 on the road so they're doing pretty good on the road they're 7 and 3 in their last 10 uh so they're 23 and 15 now on the season um, that's actually the most wins in Major League Baseball at this point. 
So that's pretty good. Um, the NL East standings kind of weird looking because you got the Phillies at 20 and 17 right now, uh, in second place to the Mets who are 18 and 13. It seems like the Phillies would be first with 20 wins, but since the Mets have played less games, they're in first. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, uh, Giants are in first by two games over the Padres currently. Cardinals are in first place in the National League Central by two games uh, over the Brewers. Um, the Royals are starting to fall down after that hot start. So now the White Sox are in first place in the AL Central by a game over the Indians. And uh, the Red Sox, who the A's beat today, are in, uh, in first place one game over the Yankees in the AL East. Um, and then... Uh, in NBA, it looks like uh, the Warriors are going to be in this play-in game uh, between the 7 and 8 seed. Um, it's looking pretty likely they're going to be the number 8 seed, in which case they'll be on the road playing against the Los Angeles Lakers um, in the play-in game. And then if they win that game against the Lakers, then they would play the winner of the play-in game bet between the ninth and 10th seed. Uh, so stupid. I hate this format. Anyway, um, they have to win twice, basically, to get into the playoffs. No? No, no, sorry. If they lose the game against the Lakers, then they have to play the winner of the 9-10 to game. But if they win the game against the Lakers, they would be automatically in. So, yeah, they just have they have to win that first one. Otherwise, they have to win the second one. So, they have to win one to make it in. Anyway, uh, they might have to play two games, but they have to win one. All right. I corrected myself. Did it, did. Uh, the San Jose Sharks had their season finale today against the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and they lost 6 to nothing. I did not catch any of it. I was about to watch it, and I saw they were losing pretty badly, so I said, I'm not going to bother. So, I didn't. And their season is now over. Over! Uh, the NHL playoffs get underway this coming weekend on Saturday, I believe. I don't know who's playing who yet. That all has not been decided as of now. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to really watch any of the hockey playoffs, uh, to be honest. And like I've said before, I'm kind of glad the Sharks are not making it into the playoffs because... If hockey is going to start at its normal scheduled time uh, next season, I would like the Sharks to have that extra time off before that all happens. Otherwise, it's going to be like we're done playing and then it's time to start playing like a month later. That's what it seems like anyway sometimes. So, yeah, that's my opinion. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, okay, I ended up talking more than I thought I would. Sorry, not. Who cares? Um, if you got any input, uh, your thoughts about the whole Oakland A's scenario, uh, your thoughts about the Warriors' chances of making a playoff run but be beyond the play-in game, anything like that, and you would like to call them in, please go ahead. Let me know um, if you've been secretly listening and joining the podcast and wondering what took me so long to post a new one, call in, let me know. Uh, some of the stats I get from these things, I, I can't really tell who's listening and how many listeners there are. So let me know. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, until next time. Bye.